0: welcome to the mostly podcast at night episode 244 hell baby this
1: podcast got a baby mama yeah it did does it sure I'll... you know i could have gone the obvious way with saying this devil has a podcast but no 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 oh no i had to put this podcast has a baby mama
0: this podcast has a baby mama, and you know what? I will take Leslie Bibb as my baby mama. That's true. Mm-hmm. Good
1: choice. Mm-hmm. Or um um uh Ricky Lindholm.
0: Or Ricky Lindholm, yes. Take either one. Yeah. sir. So. Same. Hi, how's it going, Chaos? Hey Carnage, I'm doing great. How are you?
1: I am good, except I'm so confused. I don't know if it's Happy New Year or not. I think it's past. I don't know. But Happy New Year, late?
0: Yeah, I think. Four weeks after the New Year? Two weeks after the New Year? Like three or four weeks after the New Year. Yeah. Hi,
1: guys. Happy New Year. Sorry I'm a little late.
0: <laughs> yeah, we kind of didn't plan that right to say Happy New Year on the Happy New Year Whoopsies. episode. But We're just
1: too prepared year. this year. We're just so gung-ho mm. and too too prepared that we don't know what we're doing it's not even christmas yet in our world yeah but yet it's like probably the middle of january when it's recorded when this podcast i was listening to an episode the other day i'm like this is so not relevant because it was like the early of november and we we just published it like this this week and i'm like "Mm."
0: i know i'm like what
1: the hell is going on
0: (laughs) it's really hard to like i know we were like talking about twitter and stuff and it's like um that's not fresh anymore
1: no well we're not fresh usually so i mean we're not really cool We're not the What the kids would call cool? No, no, no. Outcast. I'm gonna go with outcast.
0: Yeah, I'm used to that term.
1: I was gonna go normie. Like I'm all into Wednesday right now, so I was gonna use the term normie. But we are not normies.
0: No, we are
1: complete outcasts. Yeah, that's just the way it is. Always have been. Always will be.
0: (laughs) So, what's going on in your week since um, it's before Christmas, really? It's really before Christmas, yes, and we did our gift exchange. We did, we did, and I got a cool book on spiders.
1: I got a couple new knives. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I did get blood spider dye, which is perfect for me. So
0: yes, yeah, and I got um, the video, the DVD, Blu-ray of Contamination. I'm
1: going to be forced to watch that again, aren't I? You are. Why do I punish myself in this way? It's like Mm self-sabotage.
0: Damn it. Yeah, it's really unfortunate for you. But for me, it's awesome. I'm really excited. There's like four hours of special features too that I'm going to be forced to watch,
1: aren't I? Yeah. In
0: Italian and English. Yeah. Great. They have subtitles. It'll be fine.
1: (laughs) Fan-fucking-tastic.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I hate you. I hate myself more, though.
0: You're the one who bought
1: it for me. I know. Me. That's why I said I hate myself more. <laughs> I have a masochistic side, apparently. Yeah, apparently you do. Oh, um, what else is going on this week?
0: Um, Just doing my Let's Plays, you know. Just working. Same here. Yeah. yeah.
1: Getting ready for New Year, which I plan to be asleep by 8 o'clock. Mm. I have big plans at night. I get really drunk. And fall asleep by 8. Or whenever the booze takes me out. Mm -hmm. I have like three bottles of wine I can drink. Oh. So I'm prepped and ready. And I'm off that day. So I'll be starting right at like 10 a.m. Awesome. Drink myself into oblivion for the new year. Happy new year, bitches. Happy new year. If I die in the new years, don't publish this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I die from like alcohol poisoning or something. I'm not driving, so don't worry about that. I'll be drinking in the privacy of my own home with my cats because I'm super awesome that way. So if I die from like alcohol poisoning, just don't publish this
0: episode, okay? I can't guarantee anything. Alright. Well at least dedicated to me if I do die. Well, of course it'll be dedicated <laughs> to you. And then and then Maverick
1: will take over the week later. Yeah. <laughs> Easily replaced.
0: <laughs> Oh, you were so easy to replace. We'll conduct a seance and we'll call you up with the Ouija board and then we'll be like, by the way, you were really replaceable.
1: (laughs) You you know, I'm going to haunt you, right? I'm going to be so pissed that I'm just going to haunt you for the rest of your life. I'm going to attach myself to like, to like your house. Okay. No, something that moves with you, your Xbox. I'm going to attach myself to your Xbox. So every time you move, I will haunt you wherever you are. Just so we're aware of that fact.
0: Got it. Good. And back at Shy, if I should die before you, don't worry. I don't have an
1: Xbox you can attach yourself to, so I'll there. I'll just
0: attach myself to one of your cats. That'll no, be worse. Don't die eventually. You'll have a possessed demon cat. Like, I already don't. You think you think you went to the hospital before? Just wait. Just wait until I bite you.
1: Wow. I'm still paying that off. Thank you very fucking much. I still have about twenty three hundred dollars more to pay off. Yikes! Yeah. Thank you, American (laughs) Medicals. Wow. What is it? American Healthcare. What happened? That happened in twenty twenty one. I'm still paying it off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And then I just went to the ER, so that's going to be added to it too. So that's going to be fun.
0: You just went to the ER. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. What kind of
1: friend are you? I didn't even know this. I didn't tell anyone, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm fine. Oh. It was preventative. It was
0: preventative. Because that's why you go to the ER for preventative (laughs) medicine. I was in
1: and out the same night. Like I was home by like eight o'clock. It was fine. I went right after work and it was
0: fine. You went to the ER after work and you didn't tell anybody.
1: I well told my mom. Does that count? (laughs) No. I'm telling all of our listeners now, does that count? After the fact, I'll tell you later about it. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. It was preventative.
0: You don't go to the ER for preventative <laughs> medicine! I'm fine. Does that help? No. In fact, in my insurance for my last job, you had to prove that you deserved to be in the ER or they would not pay for your ER visit.
1: Like, anyone's going to the ER just to hang out. Like, who the fuck would do that? Like, yes, I want to hang out with sick people and creepy people and no, shit. No,
0: people will take their... They will go to the ER for, like, a sprained thumb or, like, the flu. They they will go to the ER for anything. Or the like, amount I have to pay like, to go to the
1: ER, I would... I, I, no, it'd have to be like life threatening for me to go to the ER. Like ridiculous. So it was life threatening. No, it was (laughs) preventative. It was preventative that it wasn't life threatening. Does that help?
0: No, (laughs) not really. (laughs) No, but I used to enter charges for, um, the, the ER, like the kids ER Uh and people would just be like, Oh, my kids are sick. I'll take them to the ER. That doesn't make any sense to me. The amount of
1: money you have to pay. It's like.
0: Well, that's because it used to be that health insurances would just like give you an ER copay and it would be cheaper than going to the doctor. That's true. So they would take their kids to the ER instead of the doctor. And then the insurance companies had to jack up the ER prices to stop people from doing that. Back in the day. I'm talking a couple years ago, yeah.
1: Okay, so back in my day when I actually had good health care, so fuck you. So that was back in the day over a decade ago when I had good health care. Yeah. So. Oh my God, we should really talk about who we are and what we do, because we're just really going off on a tangent here. We are. Shit. Who are we? What do we do?
0: I saw this great meme. (laughs) As you continue it. (laughs) It was like, podcasts be like... 40 minutes into the episode. All right, so let's jump right in. <laughs> that's
1: totally us.
0: No, we do like eight, not 40. Oh, yeah, We're that's much true. better than We're that. We're much better. We're better than <laughs> most podcasts. But I can think no, of kidding. a lot of podcasts who do do that. I won't mention any names. I wouldn't mean anything to me anyway. You know that, right? I know, you weirdo podcast host who doesn't listen to podcasts. <sighs> I can't. I can't focus. My brain zooms. I get the zoomies. <laughs> I do. My
1: brain goes zoomy, zoomy. Do you know what I've been listening to at work lately? What? YouTube videos of Karen's gone wild. (laughs) That is what my brain can focus on during work. That is it. That's about the extent of what my brain can focus on. Seek help. (laughs) I tried. My therapist won't call me back. Damn copay. All right, let's get into this for real. Oh my God.
0: My therapist wants $100 (laughs) an hour for self-pay. I went in two twenty. I paid two twenty
1: an hour. I even get a full hour. Sometimes I get like forty minutes and she'd still collect two twenty.
0: It's because that's what you're paying for. You're not paying for a full hour. Psychiatrists don't block out their time in hours, they block it out in forty five minutes, you know that, that, right? No,
1: I didn't. I thought it was for the full hour. No. I thought I was getting ripped off this whole time. Maybe that's why she won't call me
0: back. (laughs) Well, two twenty, that's a lot. She was very specialized for
1: women's health.
0: So, that's I don't know. Lots. I don't know much. I,
1: my OBGYN recommended her when she gave me my Zoloft prescription. That's all I know, okay?
0: My therapist is like, that's why, like, it, it drives me crazy because the non-self-pay is like
1: $150. That's cheap in the mind still, too. Yeah. Yeah. Pocus. Yeah. Should we, should we, we've, we've. We've shown a lot about ourselves today. Maybe we should get into who we are and what we do already. I don't
0: think I want to tell everybody who we are and what we do now after all that. <laughs> do it. All right, fine. We are They Mostly Podcasts at Night. Mostly. We, we are yeah, two best friends girl. of 25 years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week. We take turns picking the flicks so you don't have to. Um, we do so usually out of a genuine desire to share them with you, our lovely listeners. But sometimes we do it as revenge or prevenge picks to piss the other person off because that's how our friendship is. We have hashtag friendship goals and our friendship lives in the hashtag Marianas Trench of Hate where we MMA style duke it out every time we don't see eye to eye on movies. Spoilers ahead and expletives ahead. Just nothing there.
1: Um, this week we did Hell Baby. It was done in 2013. It was an R rating. It was an hour and 38 minutes long. And it got a beautiful 4.9 on the IDB scale. What about
0: the tomato meter? So glad that you asked because the tomato meter is a green splotch at a 33%. Critics' consensus, though its brand of immature comedy may appeal to some, Hell Baby misses the mark with much of its humor, rendering it a largely ineffective and often crass genre send-up. Audience score, 27%. Does
1: that say something about our humor, that we love this?
0: Yeah, I think it it? does.
1: Great. Should we do uh, casting?
0: Yeah, let's talk about the cast. Jack was Rob Cordray. He's from Hot Tub Time Machine,
1: Seeking Her Friend for the End of the World, and The Unicorn. Vanessa was Leslie Bibb. She was in The Inhabitant, Trick or Treat, and Talmudic Nights, and if you were a fan of the late 90s, early 2000s show, Popular. Never heard of it. Shut up.
0: For now, was
1: Keegan-Michael Key. It's from Key and Peele, Keanu, and Tomorrowland. Did you ever see Keanu?
0: No. It's funny.
1: What is it? It's a movie with um, uh, Keegan and... Uh, uh, the other guy from Keel. Jordan George. Jordan Peele, Peel, yeah. It's a best friend comedy. Oh. It's funny. You like okay. it. It's about a cat.
0: Oh, all right. <laughs> Father Sebastian was Robert ben Garant uh, From Reno
1: 911. Herney, Fo- Herney. That's what I wrote down. Herbie, fully loaded, and lots of voice acting. And he also did writing, including Baywatch and The Pacifier, which I love.
0: And he wrote and, co-wrote and co-directed this with... Father Pedrigo Thomas Lennon.
1: Exactly. That is true too. And he was in Reno 911. I love you, man. And the most recently in The Weird Owl Yankovic story.
0: He's in everything. Yeah, yes.
1: Marjorie was Ricky Lindholm. Uh, she's right now in Wednesday. Uh, she was also most recently in Knives Out and The Last House on the
0: Left. And she also gets an honorable mention for being part of the comedy music duo Garfunkel and Oats, where they have a song about taking it up the butt. With Kate McCoochie. With Kate McCoochie, yes. Yes. Mickey
1: was Rob Hubel. He's in the Descendants, I Love You Man, and Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Ron was Paul Shear. He was in Black Monday, How It Ends, and The Disaster Artist, and him and. Excuse me. For, give me one second. He and um, Hubble and Cheer, Um they're also two parts, two-thirds of the comedy sketch show Human Giants together. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. Is his last name Rob he- Hubble? Hubel. Oh, it's Hubel.
1: H-U-E-B-E-L. H-U-E-B-E-L.
0: Yeah. I think I said Hubel or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: just going with my phonics because oh. Hooked on Phonics worked for me. I
0: didn't learn phonics oh yeah they that's right have, you grew up in georgia yeah they didn't have phonics in georgia sorry about that um and the cable guy was kumail Nan, nanjiani sorry he was in the
1: big sick life as we know it and most recently in Eternals. he's quite popular now
0: he's an awesome guy
1: yes he he's and funny. ripped oh my god really have you ever seen him a shirt off yeah it's just lovely
0: so do you want a five second summary? I would love one of Carnage's famous five second summaries.
1: Couple moves into Murder House and things go awry.
0: Oh boy, do they. Um
1: Yes, they they do can I just say that my favorite part of this movie is Kiko My Cookie? Oh yeah. As for now. He
0: it is sure. the best part of this fucking movie. He is. Hands down. Hands down. I mean,
1: don't get me wrong. I love I love the other cast members. I'm fans of all of them, especially Thomas Lennon, but he just he just wins this for me. He he just
0: wins. Mm -hmm. He steals every scene he's in, (laughs) basically. Um, Let's hop to it, though, shall we? Sure. Um, We open.
1: Jack and Vanessa—they bought their home
0: with Jack and Vanessa, who has just have just bought their new home in New Orleans. Well, They're
1: so proud of this that they saved so much money, and they saved fifty thousand dollars after the inspection. They know. lowballed
0: them, and they saved more money after the inspection. Yeah.
1: Yep. And it's just this rundown. I don't know, it, it's like a gothic house yeah. with those gargoyles out front, with graffiti all the fuck over it. Yeah. Um. Which as they're unpacking they meet Fresnel who climbs in their window and it tells them that it's they've got the greatest name. The nickname of the house is Maison de Sang. House of Blood. What's it mean? House of Blood <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's kind of our marigold.
1: He tells us a lot about this house.
0: <laughs> he tells us all the different names. <laughs> I can't pronounce them but one is the house where the dead never rest another is the house of lost souls another is uh, what was the the um I don't remember the other one I didn't but it's that. horrible Oh but yeah it's so funny and he's like it's got good bones though and Vanessa's like <laughs> oh but you mean like structurally <clears throat> right like as not as in there's no bones in the house, right? And he's like, "We'll say that's sure, what I sure, meant." Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's their. I guess he would. I guess he'd be their neighbor. He is their neighbor technically, but he, he, he pretty base. much moves in. <laughs> and he says, "You know, nobody's been murdered here for a while, so you guys will be great." And it, it turns out what he means is a couple months. <laughs> Billy, like, I'm sure it's been years, and he's like, oh, no, no, did I say that? Because I did not mean to give that impression. Like It's been like a calendar
1: year, so four months. It's been a good, let's say four months. Yeah, that's fine. Maybe more like
0: three, two, two, and a half. two in a week, two months in a week.
1: I don't know why there's not more quotes listed for this. I mean, he's got the best quotable lines in this. He does. Um, but yeah, he meets them by climbing through their window. Yes. Scares them again through climbing through their window right after that. Like, he's a constant...
0: He's a constant jump scare. scare.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Him and the old lady. And um, they turn around after spell. meeting for fornell, for, for and all the boxes are stacked in a row. What the hell? <laughs> and we should say, Vanessa is seriously pregnant with twins. Yes.
0: Like eight months pregnant. Like yeah, she's about to pop. <laughs> but unfortunately, that's a terrible image. Why did I say that? Well,
1: she does pop later. Ew. Ew. Gross. Like a like a needle with a pus bubble. Ew. Okay, <laughs>
0: I didn't go there. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Try to put that imagery in your head. Thank you. <laughs> I don't. I've never seen a pus bubble, but I'm imagining it now. You're welcome. I'm so glad I could provide that for you. Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, Mrs. Noose, Noosebaum. Noosbaum. She provides a little jump scare too. You don't know who she is at first, but like, um, you see Vanessa in the shower and then Jack turns around and all of a sudden it's this old, old lady, old naked,
0: old naked lady, lady, lots of flesh. Yeah.
1: Fully nude. Yes. Fully nude. Um, so she provides a couple of jump scares too, but uh, this I would say the spirits of this house kinda take Vanessa over a little bit. Vanessa gets possessed. Yeah. She changes a little. She changes a little bit. Starts drinking the wine and smoking the smoking
0: cigarettes. Smoking cigarettes. And um I love when he's like, When did you start smoking again? Three hours ago, but
1: <laughs> Which that happens right after uh, so one of the primary things that happens is this is newsome. Mrs. Newsbomb. News oh my God, I can't say her name. Mrs. Newsbomb. Jack's trying to take a nap. Oh, <laughs> it's so gross. Oh, it's so gross. And Mrs. Newsbomb crawls under the covers and starts giving him head. And when she starts biting him, he pulls off the covers, realizes it's not Vanessa, and hits her over the head with a fire exchanger. Extinguisher. Sure.
0: Yes, he does do that. <laughs>
1: And he goes to call the cops. Vanessa's felt his pulse, poles, her pulse, and said she's dead. He goes to call the cops, and Vanessa just like bitch slaps the phone right out of his hand.
0: No, no cops. We will take care of this ourselves. Yes, she says you can't go to jail when I've for the first three to five years of our twins' lives. So they take a shovel and they go to bury her in the outside. They like <laughs> wrap her in garbage bags. Chuck her down the stairs outside and go to bury her.
1: And when they're burying her, um, this dog that's been coming around. What is it? A pit bull?
0: A Rottweiler. Rottweiler. Dude, that dog looked nothing like a pit bull. Are you okay? Yeah. No, I don't know dogs do that well. you smell funny? Nor- like, do you see a light? I do smell, smell toast?
1: toast? I don't know what toast smells like, though. So that's pretty hard. <laughs> um,
0: I don't know dog breeds. No, obviously not.
1: (laughs) I knew it was the same dog from National Lampoon's Vacation Snots. That's all I knew. Rottweiler. It's a Rottweiler. Which Vanessa is able to talk to. And Jack's like, I want you to go seek help.
0: I want you to see a therapist. And she's like, okay, if that's what you want, sweetie. So they go to see a therapist and it's Michael Ian Black of Stella. Hilarious comedy threesome. <laughs> um and he's done some other stuff too, but anyway. Um he takes her into the room while Jack gets a phone call. And Which is for Nell. That which the cops for now, have showed up. That the cops have questions. showed up, yes. And he's like, please just get rid of the cops. Wait, no, look this up. What are you doing in the house? Well, I was
1: just coming to take a shower.
0: Yeah. I was just coming to take a shower. So when he gets off of the phone, Vanessa comes back and she says, Oh, it's great. He says, I'm 100% fine. And he gave me a prescription for Valium. And, And Jack's like, he gave you, eight months pregnant, a prescription for Valium. Like, I think I need to talk to this guy. And she's like, all right, fine, if you don't trust me. <laughs> as the mother of your babies, if you don't trust me. And he actually goes so far as to open the door, and you see that Michael Ian Black's character has been crucified on the wall with his guts ripped out, literally. God, it's so it's very horrible. He's like, help me! Yeah, he's like still alive, like trying to call for help. And Jack just looks at her, Vanessa, and she's like, "It's the mother of your children." He's like, "Okay, all right." And he closes the door, and he never sees it. <laughs> well, he does see it later, but. Oh, God. <laughs> so they go home. They go home where is she. Um...
1: Okay, so this happens. She proceeds to give him iced tea while he's fixing this lamp. So a running theme in this movie, he's trying to fix this fucking lamp. Yeah, and it keeps shocking. And the he shit keeps out of shocking
0: him. the shit out of him, and he keeps getting hurt. So Vanessa
1: drops off this tea. It ain't tea. It's straight up paint thinner.
0: He takes a. She's like, it's iced tea, sweetie. And he he picks up a lighter and lights it, and the whole thing goes up. And, like, the counter ar- around the thing goes up in flames. And he's like, babe, that's pure paint dinner. She's like, oh, sorry, mommy brain.
1: I love his part, because he turns around, though, and there's Phenolus on the couch next to him, That's screwed up. <laughs> he's like, I was just going to go to the bathroom. I was trying not to make sound. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't do that. I love how he distracts him, though, with, like, a Shakespeare quote. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Every time, like, Jack's going to bring up, like, what are you doing in my house? It's like Shakespeare says. <laughs> yeah. And then he walks away.
0: <laughs> then he says this random quote that doesn't really have anything to do with what he's talking about, but, like, seems on the surface, too. And then he walks away.
1: <laughs> he was going somewhere there. neither the bar nor oh, Norlander. He was going somewhere there. But then he just abandoned it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Neither a borrower nor a lender be. You know what I'm saying. And he leaves. Okay. <laughs> what? Um, at the same time in
1: Italy, I'm assuming this is, based on the really horrible accents. Yes. You've got Father Sebastian and Father... What's the other one's name? Um, I have it written down. Hold on. Padrigo. Padrigo. Thank you. Um, talking about their last exorcism. Yeah whatever it is and now they're planning to go back i mean i love the cardinal though he's like less detail less detail is good for these reports yeah. less and um he's sending them back out to, apparently to this house or something we'd assume this house but you know he gets sent out way before you know the doctor's found or anything so and they show up way late you know considering they're in a helicopter but what do i know yeah
0: they take a helicopter from Italy to America. It's
1: totally fine. <laughs> that that happens all the time, right? Yeah. Per diem. <laughs> so they show up. They meet our two cops that are just fucking stupid. The two, well, the two cops come again to the house.
0: They meet they're, Jake and Vanessa. They're idiot cops, just like in every like ghost horror movie. <laughs> Something you want to tell us? Something you want to tell us? What? I said in every ghost horror movie. No,
1: no, no. I'm, that's what they were. So Like, oh. Jack and
0: Vanessa.
1: <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking like, about? What? And that's what Jack and Vanessa were like, well, no. Is something happened to Miss News She's
0: alive. Yeah, Miss News Mom is alive. Oh, God. She just wanted to thank them because she said she wandered in sleepwalking and uh, Jack <gasps> put her down for a nap and she woke up and felt much better. A dirt nap with baby Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Serenity reference. Yep. <laughs> I'm
1: glad you got it. Yay. Nerd power. Nerd power. That's a Serenity. That's a deep Serenity. That's an outtake that's Serenity. That's a Serenity
0: outtake. Yes. That's, that's a
1: deep cut. Anyway, so she's fine. She proceeds to give Jack a hug. Sticking her finger up his ass. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh. So much of this movie is so gross. Like, I can't even... Yeah. Like, when they're going to eat their po' boys. Like... Yes. The cops take the priest first to the po'
0: boys... To eat Po boys. And then to the strip club, and it's, and it's like, like full of like close ups of them eating <laughs> and greasy food. So and it's just it's gross. Yeah, it's really so gross. So
1: unnecessary. I mean we get great story of how they became priests, which are just
0: Oh hysterical.
1: Uh, but it's just ugh, gross
0: otherwise. The one priest, he was a human statue and he got shot a bunch of times by like somebody who was aiming for somebody else just randomly in Italy. And then The Mobster. The mobster, yeah. And then these nuns, these young, beautiful nuns sucked out his bullets. <laughs> Cause the doctors weren't there. Because the doctor wasn't there that night. <laughs> so what else are you gonna do? Yeah, I love it. And then um Father Padrigo He was like a matador.
1: Yeah, he got gored by the
0: bull. That's right.
1: <laughs> and luckily he was saved too. And that's how they entered that's how they got their calling.
0: Yes. And then the cops are like, Oh, let's tell you how we became partners, and they're like, No, we get it. You were you're you were. You're a lone wolf, and you're new, and you didn't like each other at first, and now you're friends. We get it. I got
1: to say, their calling to the priesthood was so different than Julie Andrews and the Sound of Music.
0: I... <laughs> <laughs> it's very different. Very different. Yes. I noticed that, too. Mm-hmm.
1: Anywho. Um, so, yeah, after the pole boys, they find the doctor. They find the doctor. Out. Yes. That's actually before the Pope but no one cares at this point. Nobody really cares. And they bring the priests in because it's biblical. Yes. And that's, we come to, we come to Vanessa just about ready to give birth. And her sister Marjorie's there.
0: Her sister Marjorie. Okay. So we are introduced to her sister. Mar- her sister Marjorie because her sister Marjorie is coming to do a blessing of the house. She's going to cleanse the house. She wants to do it for them. And she's been through tough times because Curly Bear left her. And he took all her credit cards and her car and her MacBook Pro and her banjo.
1: Wait, she had credit cards? That's just so surprising. <laughs> you have to have things like credit. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's a lot of quotable lines in this movie. <laughs> there
0: are, yeah, a lot of quotable lines in this movie, definitely. We need her full
1: frontal, though.
0: Yes, we do.
1: Which was Ricky Lindhorn's idea. Oh. Ricky Lindholm's idea to do that nice she's been friends with um thomas and robert for a long long time which he thought it was a great way to welcome her character (laughs) full frontal nudity in the shower
0: that doesn't surprise me i watched um i think i watched garfunkel and oats she got her tits out for that show too nice yeah
1: (laughs) um (laughs) poor jack though he gets the brunt of all this though he like walks in on her
0: he he, well she goes she's in the shower he goes mrs Newsbomb, like thinking (laughs) it's the old lady again And she goes, no, it's me, silly. So he thinks it's his wife. So he goes to climb in the shower with her, and it's Marjorie. Save room for the little monsieur. Save room turn of water for the little monsieur. Then she's like, oh, wait, the little monsieur? Oh, my goodness. She takes a peek at him. This is
1: hysterical. And then Fresnel comes in, and they're like, hugging. No, it's so nice to meet you. Yeah, I'm so sorry to hear about Curly Bear. He knows everything. He (laughs) He does does his research.
0: He does. He like googles the shit out of people before he meets them.
1: So with Fresnel, Marjorie, Jack, and the cable guy.
0: They do a they do a house cleansing, a Haitian ritual, and then they pass around like a peace pipe, but instead of tobacco, it's got cannabis in it.
1: Strong cannabis that they did on the reservation. Very strong cannabis that
0: they grew on the reservation. (laughs)
1: And as soon as Marjorie says, the house is cleansed, that's when, like, the earthquake starts.
0: Yes. <laughs> she does... We should say, she does this hilarious thing where she... It's... it's I shouldn't say it's... I mean, it is hilarious. It's part of the movie. It's supposed to be funny where she takes the alcohol and she spits it at them. Yeah. But you... In, in like, Haitian voodoo, you really do do that. Okay. But you're not supposed to spit it, like, at the person. It's like, on the floor, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't spit it in their face. <laughs> I don't think pot is a big thing in the Haitian uh, ceremony, is it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't. I can't say either way. But I've seen a, a voodoo ritual where they spit the alcohol. Okay. So. Um. But anyway, so they ga- the cable guy gets roped into this somehow. She's like, "Well, the circle's already cast, <laughs> so you're just gonna have to hang out a minute." And he's like, "I'm just here to install the cable internet." <laughs> We never get a name for him. Just the cable guy. He's just the cable guy, yeah. And um, so right after she finishes the ceremony, all of a sudden an earthquake starts, and they all start screaming, and they are running for cover, and they run outside, and the earthquake's not outside. (laughs) And they discover that the earthquake is only inside the house. And so, like, they run back in, and Rob runs to, or Rob, Jack runs to get Vanessa, and um, he carries her outside, and they're just like, okay, that was freaky, you know? <laughs> and Jack's like, we got to get out of this house, and Vanessa's like, no, I don't want to go. And Jack's like, listen, pack your kimono, we're getting out of this house. And she's like, you're yelling at me, and I like it here! <laughs>
1: oh and this is my one of my favorite parts the cable guy goes to leave they're like are you sure you're okay to drive he's like i really really stoned
0: so we'll find
1: out so, and he drives away at like two miles per hour right into some dumpsters and then he backs up like two inches and right back into the
0: dumpsters oh god it's so great it's so real <laughs> it's hilarious
1: Never, not for you. Anytime I was stoned, I never ran into anything as far as I know.
0: Well, I never did either, but like going like super slow. And oh like, yeah, I was really slow. And like you see stuff that's like far away and you're like, do I have time to get out of the way of it? <laughs> like.
1: I never had that. I did. I was always paranoid to get stopped by the casa. So I'd always go really slow.
0: Yeah. So. Well, I would, not even that, but I would just feel like, oh, I'm going 35 and look at the speedometer and I'm going 15. Like <laughs> what? Oh, shoot. I don't. But I don't drive under the influence.
1: I don't either anymore. I don't smoke under the influence anymore, either. You
0: don't smoke
1: (laughs) under the influence? That doesn't make sense. I'm not under the influence anymore.
0: I haven't been for years. Sadly. Sadly. Well, you know, you can fix that anytime you want. (sighs) That's a gateway drug to back to cigarettes. I can't. No, I'm talking about the chocolate bar I gave you.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I just got to give that to my mother in little doses.
0: (laughs) It her up a now, little. see, I don't recommend that.
1: I want to have a bang in Christmas this year. What are you talking about? That'll do it. <laughs> Give every piece to everyone in the family. Here, here's some chocolate. It's a before dinner mint.
0: They'll all mellow out. That's <laughs> for sure. You won't have. Maybe you won't have the fighting. Probably not. Yeah. No, that'll probably still happen. Well, that- it'll be really mellow fighting. <laughs> No, you're an asshole. (laughs) No, man. You're an asshole.
1: (laughs) Maybe we should do a podcast like that. No,
0: No, man. You're You're an an asshole. asshole. (laughs) All right. So the cable guy goes. Oh, yeah. And then um, (laughs) we forgot about the guy with the B. The guy. So earlier. (laughs) Earlier. Um, the fathers are at the 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 car rental place and this redheaded guy comes in and he's like, I'm so sorry, but New Orleans has like these strict like indoor air pollution laws and you're violating them. Could you take your cigarettes outside? And Thomas Lennon's character just headbutts him. It's hysterical.
1: He later shows up with like a bandage over his so nose. So he
0: shows up later, like he comes careening <laughs> down the street towards the cop car at where the fathers and the cops are talking and then he like slams to a stop and just barely touches the, the fender of the cop car and he looks out and he's like I'm so sorry there was a bee in the car and then he recognizes um, he recognizes Father Padrigo and he's like oh shit and he just turns around really super fast like I don't even know how you get a car to turn that fast and zooms right out of there
1: yeah, they, they show up, though, because they're, they're going to talk to the group um, about the dead doctor. Yes, the dead doctor. Which they vomit. They all vomit as soon as they show them the pictures. The
0: pictures of the dead doctor. Yeah, <laughs> Let's go in a room vomits. with less vomit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bad time to have that pizza salad. Yeah. Um, But they're really... Like, the priests are, like, really sus of... Vanessa's baby. They think it's a, de- a demon. They yes. think it's Rosemary's child, basically.
0: Baby, basically, yes, Rosemary's baby.
1: So you get this montage of them waiting, like they're going to the strip club. They're having po boys. They're doing yoga, like you know, Marjorie and Fornell are doing yoga, and <laughs> all this stuff is going on while they wait for her to give birth. Yeah, and she
0: finally does an exorcist type move where she's she's ready to go. She like levitates off the floor and says, he is coming prepare in Latin and scares the shit out of everybody. And then they tie her down to the bed when the, when the priests get there, they call the priests. Yes. And, and somehow the cops, with them. the cops show up with the, priest. well, they were probably at the strip club together. Well, they probably were, but I, I, what I meant by somehow was somehow they got those priests because Jack and Vanessa didn't know anything about these oh, two yeah. priests. That's true. And it just works out where they come. So the four of them come and they tie Vanessa down and she gives birth to the first baby and the first baby's normal. How dare you? How dare you not say any baby's not normal? The other baby's literally the devil.
1: It's normal. It's a normal devil baby.
0: Okay. It's It's normal for a devil baby. And horns. And horns and little jagged, sharp teeth. You know, it is a pretty cute little devil baby. I will say, I thought they play hot potato with it. They do. (laughs) This scene goes on for a long time. It goes on. Like I understand that they're trying to have like a showdown, and and it can't be over too easily. And they didn't script any of this. And they didn't script any of it. Yeah. But, yes, they play hot potato with the devil baby. The devil baby strangles Vanessa. They get Marjorie gets it off of her. Then it runs away. They find it again. They toss it around. <laughs> Father Padrigo alternately punches it multiple times in the face and headbutts it. I love the cop, though. The one cop is like, I got a shot. He's a really good shot. Let him shoot it. He shoots. And then he shoots his partner. <laughs> like three times in a row. Yeah, in the chest. <laughs> So that guy's dead. And then they say, Fresnel, why don't you take the ba- the good baby <laughs> and good get him baby. out of here so he doesn't see us killing the bad baby? <laughs> and so Fresnel and Marjorie have a moment where Fresnel's like, I love you and I want to be with you forever, or just just stay alive. Marjorie's like, I will. The the guardian spirits will protect me. And then the baby <laughs> immediately takes a munch out of her neck. Kills her instantly. Kills her instantly. <laughs>
1: that was nice while it lasted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the the demon baby attacks Father prodrigo, and he goes to uh, Father Sebastian he's like I'm not gonna make it so Father Sebastian shoots him in the head he's like I meant get me an ambulance I'm not gonna make it out of here <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they end up uh, the other cop dies too I don't remember how he dies, too but um, no. Jack ends up taking that lamp that he can't quite fix and shocking the baby to death.
0: Yes, he kills the devil baby with the lamp. Finally, for fuck's sake. It lights on fire and then he puts it out with a fire extinguisher. It's it's um, Chekhov's fire extinguisher. You see it in the first act when he thinks he kills Mrs. Newsbomb, yeah. And then it comes back in the third act when he... <laughs> Well, considering yeah. how good he is at electri-
1: electronics, he should have a fire extinguisher in every room. Let's be honest. Yes, he He's not good at electrics.
0: No, he's not. He's not really good at anything. He's not good at telling hey. people are alive. He's not good at electronics.
1: Well, to be fair, that was Vanessa that felt her pulse.
0: Yeah, Vanessa was the one, the possessed Vanessa told him she was dead when she wasn't really dead. So now... Vanessa's alive, Fresnel's alive, Jack's
1: alive, and stuff. Father Sebastian's alive. They're checking everyone in the, uh, the corner wagon and saying their goodbyes. Vanessa's decided that she's going to name their baby Sebastian Fresnel after
0: the two men. <laughs> yes, after the, and, and Jack's like, um, okay, well, that'll go to the top of the list. No, baby, there is no list. This is it.
1: <laughs> Father Sebastian leaves, and then Fresnel's like, he thought the dog was a ghost dog this whole time. Yeah, the dog comes up and starts
0: licking Marjorie's blood off of Father Sebastian's of Father face. Father Sebastian's and... face. And then Father Sebastian leaves and he's like, oh, I guess that was a real dog after all. And he's like backing up away from them. And then he's like, hey, look, it's dog pup. Because he's like, when he's telling him that, oh, that's a spirit dog, he's saying there's no dog pup. <laughs> which is poo. Yes, which is poo. I dog did not poo. know. Like, what's he saying dog pup the first time? Um, and he's like look it's dog pup and I didn't step on it it's my lucky day and he backs right into an oncoming car no the oncoming car it is okay it's Father Sebastian
1: no it's the guy that Father Sebastian no, had butted.
0: sorry it's the guy that Father Pedrigo butted, <laughs> butted. the redhead did. with the B in <laughs> the car and he he's like oh my god did I hate your <laughs> friends? and
1: then close credits
0: yeah that's hell baby good pick ass oh thank you carnage
1: i liked it better the second time i watched it the first time i was kind of like this is so stupid the second time was better so
0: good i'm glad you liked it because i just thought it was hilarious i don't understand the rotten tomato score at all it really just tells you like the maturity of our humor though oh my god i must have terrible like it's like I must be 12.
1: I tell people all the time we're 12-year-old boys. That's what I tell people. I explain it to people. I'm like, we're 12-year-old boys. Yeah. Seriously.
0: So, it's not a lie. It's not. It's not a
1: lie at all. <sighs> I have no fan fiction. I'm sad, though, about that. Aw. Do you have any well, trivia?
0: should we make up fan fiction? Oh, yeah. now's alive in my fan fiction. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's He survives that. Um... He goes on to be a priest. That was his calling. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And Vanessa does get her way and names the baby Sebastian Fresnel, and he's a good little student, and he does well at the Catholic school they send him to. Love it, love it. What about Trevor? You got anything for us? No,
1: no. There wasn't a whole lot online, honestly. No. Um, I know it was kind of lower budget. E. Yeah, lower budget E. <laughs>
0: I was gonna um, say, wait. What
1: is the budget? Most of the people did their like most of the actors did all the roles because they were friends with Thomas Lennon and Robert um, for little to no fee. It was really low budget. I know that um, because Thomas Lennon and Robert Grant had uh, <clears throat> pretty much creative control. Um, it was <laughs> budget was two point five million.
0: Oh gosh! Oh, it only grossed eight
1: thousand seven hundred eighty five.
0: Yeah. Ouch. Ouch. Um, I'm seeing Leslie Bibb with black hair, and I do not like it.
1: No, I like her better as a blonde.
0: Yeah. Why
1: are you seeing Leslie Bibb with black hair, though?
0: Um, I'm on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm looking oh. at Cast and Crew, and Leslie Bibb has black hair in her... Gotcha. Rotten Tomatoes profile. Her lowest-rated... Movie was not this movie though. <laughs> <laughs> it was a movie called Movie 43. It also came out in 2013. Um, and her highest rated movie was 94% approval rating rot- certified fresh for Iron Man 2008. She was in.
1: Nice. Yeah. Yeah, fresh. She was in Iron Man.
0: I did too. I'm like looking like, who was she in Iron Man? She was Christine Everhart. I don't know who that is. Okay. Good to know.
1: No idea who that is. Yeah.
0: Nope. I don't know.
1: All right. Should we rate, I guess?
0: Yeah, let's rate. Um, This was my pick, so I'll go first. I'm going to give this movie a a 7.5. I think it's a solid movie. I've watched it three times so far. I don't agree at all with the Rotten Tomatoes score or the um IMDB score so yeah okay um yeah
1: I think it's hysterical I'm gonna go 7.236 I thought it was funny um I love parts of it it's so quotable Mm -hmm. and uh he is just so hysterical I just love him and everything he does oh my gosh I loved him when he was um Barack Obama's like um anger Luther yes yes Everything he does, I love him in. Honestly. Everything he
0: does, he's so hilarious. (sighs) Oh my gosh. I always like, I'm like, oh, it's great that Jordan Peele's doing these horror movies, but could he put Keegan-Michael Key in them, please? (laughs) Like, God.
1: All right, should we
0: wrap up? Pimp it out? Yeah, I guess so. Um, So we are part of the Morbidly Beautiful podcast network. MorbidlyBeautiful.com is your place for all things horror. And they have a great podcast network. So if you enjoy our show about horror, you should check out their podcast network. You can find tons of other podcasts about horror and just build yourself a whole little long-ass horror podcast playlist and just be surrounded by horror 24-7 forever. It's very exciting. Um, we are on all the social medias. If you're interested in interacting with us, we are at podcast at night. We have a Facebook, a Facebook group, a Twitter, uh, Twitter, and an Instagram. Also, a slasher. What I snorted in the mic. Sorry. Oh, also a slasher and a good pods. So if you're on any of those platforms, you know, feel free to connect with us. We are here for it, except for Twitter. But um, also, we would really appreciate a review. It's the easiest way to support the show without having to donate money or spend money, I should say. Um, It doesn't have to take more than five minutes. Wherever you listen, just drop us a review. It helps us get more listeners on the show. And if you do have money to spend, we do have a merch store that will be linked in the show notes. So that's it for me, Chaos. I'll just say thanks, everybody, for listening, and stay bloodthirsty, friends.
1: Good night from Carnage, and as... I'm just kidding. (laughs) Good night from Carnage, and as always, we are filmed in front of a live studio audience of... Missing cats. Where the fuck are they? None of them
0: are here tonight.
1: (laughs) It's my call to them. (laughs) My call to action. My kitty call to action.
0: Okay we